Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hey, Dina. How are you? I'm okay. I had a troubling day today because there was this huge TikTok outage. Oh my gosh, yes. We were both panicking at one point. TikTok was down. Yeah, so for me, I, I log in, and today is uh, Tuesday, July 7th, we're recording this. I log in this afternoon. July 6th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. I don't know what what's happening after the July 4th weekend. Yeah, it's hard after but a long weekend. Anyway, it's July 6th today. So... I log in and then TikTok asks me for my birthday and it says it's asking me so it can like better get to know me to like serve me better content or ads or something. I go, this sounds great. I love a, you know, even better algorithm. As soon as I put my birthday in, all I I go to my page, all of my followers are, are gone. All of my people I'm following are also gone and I can't load anything and I go I just clicked on a scam this birthday thing was definitely a scam and I got really nervous yeah I'm like oh "Oh, god God. so then I turn my phone on and off again and I update the app I go you know maybe that'll do it still not working so then I go to Twitter to see are other people having an issue and oh yes they are there was a outraw from Twitter Yeah, I also went on, had the same thing, it asked me my birthday, and at first I'm like, oh god, do they think I'm like a child? Like, please, TikTok, (laughs) let me scroll all the way back to 1989, like, and prove to you I'm um, of age. So that was my initial reaction, and then it kept crashing. So then I was like, are they just kicking me out because I'm too old for TikTok? (laughs) So that was very upsetting. And then once I did get in, I started to see... Every time I would click on a creator, it said they had zero followers, zero likes, their videos weren't showing up, and I knew that was wrong. So I just, yeah, I kept closing the app and restarting it, the usual things, and then thank God Dina came in and said, TikTok's down. (laughs) And I knew it wasn't just me. Yeah, so on Twitter, one of my favorite comments was, So you're telling me I unplugged my Wi-Fi, plugged it back in, switched to my data, made my mom hotspot me and restart my phone just to find out TikTok is down. And we're all, I think people who like TikTok are fairly tech savvy. So Mm. we all did that same sort of troubleshooting steps thinking, oh, we could fix it. This was something wrong. Only to finally realize, no, it was the app's fault, not ours. Yeah, and it's finally back now, but I would say it was down for, like, a good three, four hours, and there's still some, like, kinks in it. I noticed, like, one of my videos that used to have over 90,000 views now has, like, 100, but the comments are still there, and, like, so there's still some spastic things going on, but it's back, and we're not too old for TikTok, (laughs) Yeah, we put our birthday in. (laughs) They didn't kick me out because I was too old. But a few hours down with an app like TikTok is a pretty big deal. I remember I saw 
one of our favorites, Kathy Pedraeus, also posted she had a deadline. I think she was working with a sponsor or something. And she was like, uh, is anybody else having trouble with TikTok? <laughs> like she, you know, this is part of her profession is to post on TikTok. So that could be a real problem. You know, I thought of Kathy as soon as I put my birthday in and then TikTok stopped working because I thought, oh, Kathy oh. would be so upset if I <laughs> fell to a scam on yeah. TikTok. She's so good at posting how not to fall for scams. Right. She would have alerted everybody immediately. Don't put your birthday in on TikTok. It's a <laughs> Absolutely. virus. <laughs> so lately there's been a trend called the buffering effect and also I feel like because TikTok allowed us to have this trend which I hate that's why TikTok probably went down because the trend is that your phone is buffering so when I first saw the trend I thought oh my wi-fi is terrible you know what's going on so I feel like you know it was TikTok's fault for starting this trend and then actually going down it's so true it's pretty coincidental that the trend is people's phone buffering and freezing and not the streaming not working and then lo and behold the joke becomes reality some examples of the trends are at our filipino grandma she wrote when you're babysitting your grandchild and you start cooking chicken in the oven and then it buffers and it writes realizing you're holding the chicken And then it says, where's the baby? And her caption is, there were no babies harmed in the making of this video. Yeah, it's a funny little switcheroo. And the song that goes with it, it's it's just a laughing effect before the song. It's it's from Bo Burnham's special Inside on Netflix. I recently watched his Netflix. I watched it this weekend. And as I'm watching it, I kept saying, oh, my God, this is a TikTok song. Oh, oh, my God. Wait, this is Bo Burnham. This is a TikTok song. Every five minutes, I was like, wait, Jared, this is a TikTok song. I kept freaking out. And I feel really stupid now because... I had no idea these were all Bo Burnham. There's a lot of songs trending on TikTok right now that are from Bo Burnham. There's the Jeff Bezos, like, mm-hmm. 64 years old, like, fuck their wives. <laughs> I'm butchering the lyrics, but <laughs> Dina I'll knows what I'm talking about. If you know TikTok, yeah. really sad sweet song called that funny feeling and Dina if you recall I sent to the group chat some guy with acoustic guitar 
and he was singing this song and everybody in our group chat was like why did you send this to us <laughs> yes okay that's actually a Bo Burnham song and oh, I wow, thought you didn't even know I didn't even know I thought it was this guy on TikTok who made it so I I honestly feel bad but I guess again this is like what TikTok is you never know where these songs originated it's and they're all they're not necessarily called Bo Burnham I think for this buffering trend the sound itself is called Rin the mean lesbian wife guy it has nothing to do with Bo Burnham. They don't cite that it's him, that it's from his special. So in my defense, it's very hard to know on TikTok where these songs originate from. So I haven't seen the Bo Burnham special, but I need to, especially now that I know it's so TikTok heavy and everyone loves it. Our friend Alice was raving about it and everyone who's seen it has raved about it. So I'm going to check that out. There was a really funny video by at Tyler's Healthy Life that explains TikTok trends and relates to Bo Burnham. Can we just talk about like how weird it is to explain TikTok to someone like that doesn't get it and you're like, yeah, like it's a bunch of like trending sounds and videos and, and different things and they're like, oh like what's trending now? And then you're like, yeah, like Bo Burnham in the backyard agains. Yeah, the backyard agains and Bo Burnham. He hit the the nail on the head there. Yep, somehow what is playing in my head day after day is either a Backyardigan <laughs> song or now a Bo Burnham song. So that's the life of a TikToker. Indeed. All right. I don't know about you, Melissa, but these ASMR trends have been going on my For You page. And it started as like people duetting these accounts that make hard shells of things. And then when you squeeze them, there's something squishy inside. It's always like, guess the color that's going to be underneath this shell. Now, I had to Google what ASMR stood for. Did you know what it stood for? I, I didn't know what it stood for, but I knew what it meant. What does it stand for? <laughs> it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And what does that mean? Why don't you ask the scientists what that means? Don't ask me what that Dr. Means. Dina paging dr dina but i basically feel like you know it's any video that gives you the sense of something like i think a lot of them some videos are like oh i felt like the hair on the back of my neck stand up but i don't know i i try to swipe away but they keep coming up there's two accounts that really do this trend that people do out with. One is at Snacks Hack Slimes, and the other one is at Cracking Clay ASMRR. The average fashion blogger does a really funny duet to it. I don't care what color is under that. I just want to touch it so I want my thumbs to be doing that right now. I want to be squishing it. I want to be taking that hard part. I want it to be completely dissolved into it. I want to be, I want to be malleating that thing in my hands right now. I really, I don't care if it's being in I just want to touch it. I want to crack it. I want to pop it open with my thumb and I want to squish it. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I'm not on ASMR TikTok so much. I do find them interesting to watch though. I'm more so on, as we know, I've spoken about before, I'm on Munchausen TikTok. (laughs) We have spoken (laughs) about that before. (laughs) And I love it. I keep going deeper and deeper. You've started seeing more too. We really like an account by at 
adaptive Kate, and she explains her story in one of her videos. Hey guys, so I'm here to tell you the story you all have been waiting for of how I lost my leg. Watching some of my videos, you will see that I have explained I lost my leg due to my mother having a mental disorder called Munchausen by proxy, which is completely true, but there is a whole backstory and I did have an injury to my foot that was blown out of proportion over the years. And I will start with the beginning. When I was two years old, I supposedly broke my foot, sprained my foot, did something to my foot that warranted me to go to the hospital, and they put a cast on my foot wrong. I was told that the x-ray showed my foot was never broken, but they casted it anyways, and the cast was placed on wrong, cutting off the circulation to my foot, causing a pressure ulcer. Um, I did have problems with this pressure ulcer for a few years. It would break open, but when I got older, it was more of just a dry skin on my heel, which a lot of people live with every day, and they're not having their legs chopped off for it. Yeah, this video came on my For You page, and I was just shocked and in awe that this girl lost her leg because of Munchausen by proxy. Now, I first heard of Munchausen because of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, when Lisa Rinna accused Yolanda of having Munchausen. And then I also have heard of it because my mom was on the PTA and school board and she thought that some mothers were doing like Munchausen by proxy activities. Now as a joke, anytime she thinks I have an ailment, I just say Munchausen by proxy. Oh my God. <laughs> it's fun to it say is... Munchausen. <laughs> Munchausen. It is this very dramatic disorder, right? Like there's been documentaries about it and narratives about it. And to see it on TikTok and to hear from a real person who's gone through it, I just find endlessly interesting. And there's another girl at Woman. She was one of the first creators I found making TikToks about Munchausen disorder, her mother having it. She does a lot of videos about her mother having a narcissistic personality disorder as well. And she's really great, and the other account's great too, about responding to questions. Mm, and yeah. again, that's what I just think is so cool about TikTok. You know, it's one thing to hear a story on the news or see a movie about these sort of disorders. To be able to actually access real people who've been through it and ask them how did they cope with it? What does their life look like now? Do they still speak to their mothers? What's the dynamic? I just think it's so interesting and it's so awesome that they're open to sharing about their lives and answering questions on TikTok. Yeah, you're so right about that. At Adoptive, Kate had a question and someone asked, did the doctor who amputated your leg incorrectly, uh, does he still practice? And she answered, as far as she knows, he does. Uh, she had looked it up a couple of years prior. And, you know, people are asking, so, like, how is that possible? And she really goes through the steps explaining, like, how it's possible. And, you know, good for her for telling her story and kind of coming out the other side and having a good outlook. And I think TikTok is a good place to to share these these stories and these horrible things that occur to them. Yeah, it's great, too, I think, that they've been able to form a community in the same mm -hmm. way like 
we had uh, Mary Kate on who spoke about the chronic illness community and how helpful it is to find people who have gone through something similar as you. So hopefully they find some comfort in that too. Yeah, absolutely. Now this transition is going to be tough because we're going to go from Munchausen to Squishmallows. <laughs> well, we so, like to we like to go a little high, a little low here. It's it's all low. It's all low. I think so. This is a Charlie D'Amelio and Squishmallow controversy. But speaking of Charlie, actually going back to the outage, I knew there was a huge problem because as soon as my For You page came on, right when the outage started, they showed me a Charlie video and I had zero people I was following and it said recommended to follow was Charlie D'Amelio. And I go, oh no, like they've lost my whole algorithm. This would have never happened. So anyway. That's so sad. That's so scary. It was, I was, yeah, that that would be my algorithm. algorithm would be gone. Oh my God, that's so scary. So needless to say, we've always talked about how neither of us are on the Charlie D'Amelio side of TikTok. (laughs) Right. So this video, though, is hilarious. I saw a stitch with at the brand wagon. Kelly D'Amelio is under some serious heat from the Squishmallow community. Does anybody know can, if you're in the Squishmallow community, how do I get everybody in the Squishmallow community to hate me? I after seeing this, I want nothing more than to be like the worst person in the Squishmallow community. I don't know what a Squishmallow is. But help, help me out here. So I see that stitch and I go, I got to learn about this controversy. And at Jordan Woodnow explains it. Charlie D'Amelio is under some serious heat from the Squishmallow community. Take a listen. So I posted them and then the Squishmallow community was very mad at me because they were like, why does she have all the ugly ones? Which is I not kept fair. that. Long story short, on the podcast, Charlie explains that when she was ordering the Squishmallows, the only ones available were the mystery pack, which from the Squishmallow community's perspective are the ugly ones. So the Squishmallow community thought that Charlie purposefully purposely got the ugly ones, when in reality she just only could get those. And they were angry because she was posting about it. And they were also angry because they thought that if Charlie posted about it, more people would want them and then there would be any left for anyone else. Charlie Dixie explained that... Charlie got the mystery pack. She didn't get to choose which one she wanted, and she loves the ones that she got it. And also, also if they advertise them, more people will want them, and the company will keep producing more. Yeah, for sure, my initial reaction was, what is a Squishmallow? <laughs> I had to Google it. It's just a pillow. It's like a yeah. stuffed animal slash pillow. I don't know. Maybe it's like the Furbies of today. It's some sort of yeah. special thing. I had the same reaction as... At the brand wagon. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. It's weird, but it's funny. Yeah. And it's funny how there'll be something so out of left field and then you keep seeing it or hearing about it. So then I had another video on my For You page by at claw craziness. And it means like those claws, those games in arcade where you can win prizes. And apparently in Las Vegas, there is a huge squishmallow game where you can claw the squishmallow and get it and this guy his whole tiktok is that he's really good at the claw game and he got like two squishmallows the best part was the end of his video where he just leaves them in a johnny rockets because he doesn't know what to do with them (laughs) he doesn't want the squishmallows but yeah they're basically just big pillow dolls very controversial 
Another trend I've been seeing is making fun of bee talk. So we've talked about Texas Bee Works before in a couple of our podcast episodes, and now I'm loving all these parodies of it. I got a call about a backyard bee infestation from a local fracker. He wanted to call an exterminator, but decided to call me instead. The first thing I did was examine the hive that these bees have created. I immediately realized that these bees were gay Caucasian middle-class liberal worker bees. So I sat down with one of the bees and asked them which pronouns they identify with. I then proceeded to perform an intricate and complex queen bee screening of the hive. Obviously, these queens were barbs. Luckily, I have a Queen Nikki Bee handy in my bra at all times. When I put the Queen Nikki Bee inside the box, she started sending messages to the other bees to find her. Calling all barbs, calling all barbs. <laughs> After all the bees found their bee way to their temporary beehive, I sealed the box shut, shipped the angry bee barbs overnight to Gabby Hanna's foreclosed mobile home, and it was another great day of saving the bees. That one was by at Igor Bisky. Yeah, I gotta say, these had me laughing out loud. It is such a specific inside joke that this was so TikTok heavy. If you're not on TikTok, this shouldn't make any sense to you. And because it was so specific, I laughed out loud. This is one of the funnier things I've seen on TikTok in a while. Yeah, and at Drewbees.Zoo, he takes one of Texas Bee Works audio, and her name is Eric Thompson, and instead of a, an actual swarm of bees under an umbrella, it's just these huge crocheted bees, and the reveal is just so funny because you're not expecting it. A swarm of bees settled under this umbrella, and I was called to remove them, so I started scooping bees off the umbrella and putting them into a hive. Yeah, that was pretty cute. I keep seeing this stitch with this video of a baby doll hitting its head on different furniture. Have you seen this at all? Not until you sent it to me. It hasn't come up for me. I've gotten so many videos of this baby doll (laughs) hitting its head on different furniture and I love some of the stitches that go with it. My favorite one is by at littlefish underscore seven and (laughs) at the end of his stitch he just has his two little kids with him and he goes let's try factor cap and it's sort of joking about he's gonna just put his kid's head into furniture it cuts before he does it don't worry no children were harmed but it was hilarious i love when parents can use their kids as a fun prop i agree i agree that's a that's the best use of children (laughs) exactly There's another stitch I've been seeing that asks the following. Do y'all have like a video or picture of yourselves that y'all friends just never, they never let go of it? So there's a ton of people who have just been putting like really, really funny pictures of themselves and then reactions of how their friends have been using that picture. It actually reminds me of the picture of me with my eyeballs like bulging out after I went scuba diving and... So much pressure build up, I gave myself two black eyes. I 100% thought of that video. <laughs> as soon as you sent me this, I was like, Dina's got to do that trend with her eyeball picture. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I think I made, what was it, a birthday card or something once with that <laughs> face on it? I did some sort of green screen thing one year. 
You definitely did. You're not the only one. That picture resurfaces every year. Yes. Someone just whips it out and it will haunt me for the rest of my life. You got to make a TikTok about it. This trend <laughs> was made for that. It was made for that photo. Moving on to food trends, there's two we wanted to highlight this week. And the first one is a lesser known one. It's mini tomato tarts. And it's a video by at Cooking with Pierre. To start, slice your tomatoes into rounds, then peel and mince the garlic. Then to a bowl, add tomato paste, mustard, olive oil, salt, pepper, and oregano, and mix. Then roll out your puff pastry and then punch out circles using a cup. On a greased baking tray, lay out the circles and spread a spoon of the tomato mixture on each disc. Now add the tomatoes and a little bit of oregano. These look so good. And they don't even seem that complicated to make, really. That's what I love about them. They seem easy to make and something I would never think of. Just very new. Yeah, not too many ingredients. Just a few really delicious things that pair together well. I want to try this. Yeah, that contrast with the next food trend, which is a huge food trend. It was on the Discover page. And this food trend it upsets me because I don't have an air fryer. So it's pasta chips, and if you want to make pasta chips, you need an air fryer. And I don't have one. Yeah, I think we might need to get an air fryer. (laughs) TikTok made me buy it. That's going to be the next thing. I love this video by at Chef Cuso. The dip he puts the pasta chips in looks fantastic. Holy balls, these are good. Pasta chips. First step, you're going to want to make some pasta. If you don't know how to do that, you are a Neanderthal. Then we're going to go ahead and make some burrata, balsamic, I don't know. It's kind of just a side dish. Toss the pasta in olive oil, season, and then Parmesan cheese. Throw it in the air fryer, 400, 10 to 15 minutes. Eyeball it, I don't know. These are crazy good, super crispy, as always. Yeah, it's a burrata. Some people are doing vodka sauce. Oh, yeah, this made me really hungry. I want to try this. Maybe I'll get myself an air fryer. I'm sure we must know somebody with an air fryer. We must. You can make them make you pasta chips. If any of our listeners have an air fryer and would like to (laughs) supply me and Tina with some pasta chips, please let us know. Please. Do we want to wrap up with some celebrities on TikTok, some new additions? Yeah, it seems like more and more celebrities are getting on TikTok every day. Yeah, we saw Ryan Reynolds just joined the other day. And I think he's promoting something, soccer, something with, to do with soccer. That was a, tre- a trend. Yeah, there was like this soccer oh. trend. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe he hadn't been on. And he's like my perfect man celebrity. Like, I love Ryan Reynolds. I'm very happy he's on. But he's not good at TikTok, so I'm a little upset about that. We've said this before, that celebrities are confused with the platform. They keep using it as if it's more of a traditional place to promote things. And it's way more authentic than that. Maybe he'll get the hang of it. Maybe it'll be like Rosie, right? I could see him potentially getting really into it. You have to watch a lot of content. That's why, like, everybody's first video or so is not that great because you don't really understand yeah. what TikTok is yet. So have faith. Maybe he'll, he'll, his content will get better. Yeah, he only has three videos up and he has millions and millions of followers. But I, 
support him being on TikTok. It makes me very happy. Yeah, I think he'll like it. Welcome, Ryan. And the next celebrity who just joined is Leslie Jones, and I think she's great at TikTok. She sort of was using Instagram, like, as similar to TikTok back in the day when she was yelling at Olympic videos, and the Olympics basically sent her because they were so popular, and so she's really good at videos, and I felt like that would have done so well on TikTok if it had existed, you know, five years ago. So I'm happy to see her on. That's true. Yeah, she definitely has a lot of potential for TikTok. So hopefully we'll see some good stuff for her from her coming up. Yeah. All right. That wraps up this week, episode 54. Hopefully next week and into the future, there are no more TikTok outages. Into That's the all. thick of it? You said into the future and it just <laughs> just went off of my head. Into the thick of it? Into the thick of it. All right, before we break out into song, we'll leave you now. (laughs) Yes, we won't put you through that. As always, if you want to check out all the videos we mentioned on this episode, go to our blog, tooldfortiktok.com. That's the number two and the number four. You can also find us on Instagram, tooldfortiktokpod. And we thank you for listening. See you next week. Thank you.